Wait, did I turn you on or did the cats turn you on? Both. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer. My name is Chip Thompson and I am joined by MC. That would be me. I dropped the mist apart, did you I, notice that? You, you slag. Yeah. Also, I guess this is our level check also, which... Oh, yes. Seems okay. They're fine. It's always fine, usually. Yeah. Apart from when it's not. Uh, <laughs> this is episode 20. It is Sun Goes Up, Sun Goes Down, part two. Mm. Um, if this is your first time listening... Don't listen here. Stop. This is like episode 20 of season two. What are you doing, you crazed maniac? Um, but this is a show where we go through this little series that I wrote as a 15 year old. We haven't really sort of said that in a while. It's true. I feel it gives a, an important context to yes. what you're about to hear. <laughs> Just a little reminder for everyone that's been listening every single week and knows what this is already. Um, but what happened last time, MC? Well, the gang went to a forest. They did, see... but not just any old forest. It was a Vaguely, forest? Yeah, where things die. They said ominous things about it anyway, yes. but they're still on, on going on holiday there for some reason. Yay! But they were going to uh, see an eclipse. Yeah, oh yeah! Jupiter was going to block out the sun. Which is... It's definitely a thing that happens. Look, yeah. ask, uh, what was that guy's name who was the games master? Patrick Moore? Yes, that's the only thing he was famous for. He would know. <laughs> <laughs> and he could give you cheats for Sonic. <laughs> Um, and then they were not set upon necessarily, mm. but a bunch of little troll, gobbly, demon type creatures mm. called Turok and Nigel. Yeah. Uh, they tranquilized or poisoned Tifa with a dart? They did, they did. They uh, thought that the gang were demons or something? Yes, because they'd never seen a human, so they were being a bit racist yeah. there, really. Uh, <laughs> as they're known to be, fucking. Oh, Cuckians! There you go, that's yeah, what they were called. Racist Cuckians. Cuckians. <laughs> Uh, and it ended with the ominous line of the world ending. Yes. Which is definitely a weekly occurrence in this show. <laughs> it's a regular thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's find out uh, why the forest is haunted, mm. uh, why the Cockians are racist, mm-hmm. and just how is the world going to end? Previously on Tomorrow's Lesson. Tarek didn't want to die tonight, even though he was willing to. Many of his brethren had been destroyed fighting the evil witch doctor Thalrius. And unless they could stop him before Jupiter shadowed the sun that night, then the whole world would know about it. I just felt we all needed a break. After all, we've all been through a lot lately, so we deserve a rest. Everyone knew MC's words were true. They had been through a lot in the past few months. What with losing Chip and fighting numerous evils that threatened humanity time and time again, it had been a hectic few months. So, MC continued, I thought a weekend in the woods, with good company, a few marshmallows, and the disappearance of the sun would be a welcome trip. However, Tifa still lay on the ground. MC sprinted over to her. <gasps> oh no. In the back of her neck, a dart stuck out. MC eased the dart out of the detective's neck and rolled her over. She was unconscious. <gasps> what have you done to Tifa? Nigel looked down at the lady that was laid out beside him. She has been poisoned by one of our guards. <laughs> Tarek walked back into the clearing and spoke to MC. It will not matter soon anyway. The end of the world is coming. The smell of burning wood was the only thing that could distract MC from his thoughts. He sat around the fire with Louise and Jay whilst Tifa lay on a pile of leaves next to him. Why a pile of leaves? Are they going to burn her? <laughs> I guess they don't really have like a, a mattress or anything if they're forest goblins. Oh, of course, they're the Cuckians' mm. uh, home or something, I guess. Gave her the finest pile of leaves <laughs> in all of the village. It's an honour. <laughs> We're definitely not going to burn Anita. Don't worry, it's fine. 
they were surrounded by dozens of small wooden huts that would have struggled to house Yoda. Star Wars reference uh, mm. there. Possibly the first Star Wars reference we've had. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, huh. it's a pretty big pop culture thing to kind of overlook, I guess. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside one of the biggest huts, Nigel and Turok spoke with the rest of the clan. What do you think they're talking about? Louise asked. She was sitting in her wheelchair. <laughs> how, how peculiar. What a thing to do, to in sit s- in a wheelchair. In a seated position. <laughs> she was sitting in her wheelchair, but was still noticeably taller than any of the strange creatures that attacked them. I'm not sure. Ebsy said. I just hope it's a cure for Tifa. Do you think they want to have a showdown? Jay said, making a fist with his right hand and slamming it into the path of his left. To be fair, mm. when Chip and Scoot and uh, Steph attacked the mansion... Jay did all right. Yeah, he got a couple of vamps. Yeah, man. So... I'm, I'm pretty sure he could beat up a bunch of midget demons. <laughs> I'm surprised MC hasn't referred to him as a midget demon in the series Give so far. Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> I don't think so. They seem to be pretty peaceful people. They were just scared of us. Louise tried to reason, but MC wasn't having any of it. Well, those hobbits better get going on the cure for those darts, otherwise we'll be roasting little people on the fire instead of marshmallows. Damn, MC. Wow, he's straight <laughs> up dark. hate crimes that he's wanting to commit. <laughs> Jesus. Let me go get my hood <laughs> and my cloak <laughs> and my burning cross. Oh, this is my uh, ninja KKK outfit. It's fine. <laughs> Also, I feel like hobbits is quite an insulting term for the uh, Kakians. That's true, that's true. Finally, Nigel and Turok, followed by the rest of the clan, exited the hut and joined the gang by the fire. Nigel spoke. I have spoken with the chief of weapons, and your partner is not in any danger of dying. MC breathed a sigh of relief, as I did when I finished getting through that line. <laughs> it sounds like laughing, but it's a sigh of relief. <sighs> However, if you do not acquire the cure, then she will be in her sleeping state for eternity. Nice. I, I feel like you're hamming it up as you go. <laughs> do you mind? I'm a professional, <laughs> trained... Getting into character. <laughs> I've lived as Nigel for the past two weeks just to get into this role. Fine. So where do I get this cure? MC asked. Rumbling started amongst the many people in the clang. Clang? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the, the collective noun for Cuckians is a clang. clang. A clang of Cuckians. Maybe they're like the clangers. Ah. That would that's a new mental mm. image for these uh, people. Rumbling started amongst the many people in the clang. Nigel tried to calm them. Oh Isolaris has the cure for the poison. Oh Solaris, he wasn't that like the god they worship or something? I can't or was remember. he a big bad? Oh yeah, was he the Demon-y thing that they mentioned, they're running... F- I don't know, we'll find out. Yeah, man, we're really bad at remembering what's mm. happening in our podcast. Need to check the wiki. <laughs> Who's Solaris? Louise asked. Nigel explained. This should be good. Ever since the Kakian has been inside these Hollywoods, we have been peaceful. this. <laughs> 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 Ever since the Kakian has been inside these hallowed woods, we have been peaceful, never needing violence or having worries. That was until a couple of half months ago. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, I hope Nigel becomes a recurring character. Earth months as well, it's great. <laughs> I like the idea they never needed violence or had worries. That's really sweet. <laughs> I'm featuring like Fraggle Rock or something like that now. 
The Smurfs. <laughs> oh, no, they had worries. They had fucking what's his name coming after yeah, them. Yeah, but before that, it was. And they chill. only had Smurfette. <laughs> the biggest worry of them all. <laughs> you never know what she's got. Anyway, off track. Right. MC listened closely, not wanting to miss a thing that Nigel said, and probably having a hard time kind of understanding what the fuck he was going on about <laughs> as well. Oh, that's oh, a really long paragraph. Oh, that's okay. a long one. <clears throat> Bear with me. The calm of the forest was disturbed by the appearance of a man such as yourselves. But he was no ordinary human. He practiced black magics and performed hellish rituals that threatened to destroy nature. We made contact with him and tried to reason. Solaris, the witch doctor, wasn't interested. He killed those that confronted him and promised to do the same to any of us that tried to stop him. That's amazing. <laughs> He's a bit of a smoker, his old Nigel, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is maybe oh. the best character voice. <laughs> well, since we've lost Scott, I've had to I do know. something. Yeah, I pull my weight in the true. voice department, so uh, this is clearly replacing that. There was a pause, as Nigel seemed to be thinking of what else to say, and how else to say it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what does he want? MC asked. It was Torek who answered. There you go, your turn. Yes. Um, to, bring, uh, to bring the earth and the sun together. When? MC said with a little more urgency. You Is can be urgent? more urgent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When? MC said with more than a little urgency. Again, the noise in the clan spelt correctly this time. Rose. When the lights disappear tonight. Nigel informs them. The eclipse. Louise realised. MC decrypted all of the information that he had just heard. In his eyes, it was pretty simple. Solaris was an evil man who threatened the world. He also was the reason Tifa was in a coma. Do you know where he hangs his cauldron? He asked. Is that MC trying to be witty? Cool. Cauldron. It works for me. I feel like it could be in a Buffy episode. Oh, that's the best compliment I've ever had. Thank you. I can show you. Tarek replied. The small Cockian warrior wasn't trusting of these humans. They had just turned up and expected to be rulers of the forest just because of their size. But at least they might join the fight now. I'm glad it's Tarek that's coming along and not Nigel, because that means you're <laughs> going to have to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, it would just be MCJ and Tarek. Antifa. <laughs> Good. MC said. It's time to go ninja on his witchy ass. No, it was less cool. Yeah, time to go ninja on his witchy ass. Mm. Yeah, I would. Mm. I was trying, Keep maybe trying, MC. If you had a leather jacket on at the time and, and you like popped the collar as you yeah. said it, like, yeah. and you hit a jukebox and like a rock music song started to play, Jay stood up and Louise. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Jay stood up and Louise would have if she could. <laughs> I can't tell if you're taking the piss or if you're trying to be. I, I, th- I don't know. I think it's not piss taking. Yeah. I think it's serious, which I'm not sure if it's better or worse. <laughs> but she has stood up in a previous episode. Mm. She was doing some stretches, remember, which meant she could stand again after her accident. She did some exercises. Yes. And she works the. <laughs> Thank you for trying to make that better. Muscles or something. <laughs> We're right behind you, Jay said. MC asked his friends to join him in a private chat. We'll be right back. He told the Cockian clan, with two N's this time. Cockian clan. I got it right one out of three times. That's pretty That's good. That's pretty good, yeah. yeah. That is standards, yeah. How long till the eclipse happens? Jay asked. Louise checked her 
watch? Is it like five to eclipse? Is, it? is that what she's got on there? About 45 minutes. Exactly. MC said. If you guys are with me, then all you're going to do is slow me down. I'm better alone. Fuck. Mm. Whoa. Mm. That's a bit rude. Mm. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there is somebody in a wheelchair and they're going through <laughs> a forest. She did so... back stretches, MC. She can stand a little bit. But we're a team. Jay protested. No, I'm a ninja and you work for me. Oh. And as the boss, I'm telling you to stay here. Why is MC being a dick? He's troubled over his girlfriend, maybe? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, that's going to be the excuse, I guess, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. MC went to walk away when Louise called out after him. You know who you sound like? MC turned around but said nothing. Louise continued. Chip! He went the way he did because he alienated himself from the people who cared about him the most. MC knew Louise was right. He walked back towards them and let Louise finish. Don't go down the same route. We're your friends. Remember that. She speaks the truth. Jay added. MC smiled. Oh, phew, phew. Hasn't gone evil yet. <laughs> That's kind of a trope of those kind of TV shows where like the lead character is a little moody and sort of yeah. goes off and does their own thing without their friends and then they realise they need friendship because friends are friendly. Uh... Power of friendship. <laughs> so I'll stop the apocalypse. <laughs> so I'm glad we didn't draw that out like an entire yeah. episode. Oh, that would have been awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a good guy, MC. He's, he's not evil. <laughs> Unlike some people we know. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> I know, guys. Trust me, I'll never abandon any of you. But you have to understand. He looked at Louise. It's going to take up precious time getting you through the forest. Because she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't realise. That's the nice way of saying it, I guess. Yeah. MC brought Jay into the conversation. And also, if I can't stop this slut from bringing the world towards the sun, then you guys are the final line. I need people I can trust here. It's a pretty good kind of yeah. explanation, I guess. Like a backyard kind I of I think plan. also it's, that's probably to make them feel better. <laughs> oh, you think he's lying? Is yeah, that okay, right? <laughs> no, I need you to be the backup. Yeah. Oh. oh, so is this something you would do then? I'm, I'm looking at you in a whole different light now. Uh, I, I need you to be the backup here, Chip, <laughs> while I... Go off drinking with my real friends. <laughs> Also, we kind of skipped over the fact that you slut to call Solaris. You call yeah. Solaris a slut. I, we probably went through a phase of using slut as a generic insult. Probably, yeah, that sounds like us. Because we were badass. Yeah. yeah. Louise and Jay agreed. The gang knew each other well and knew when to do the right thing. Okay, just hurry back, Louise said. MC raced back towards the clan, spelt correctly. For the second time, yes! Right, what weapons have you got? Nigel handed him a blowpipe and three darts. You know what? I think I'll be okay. MC said, missing his favourite sword, which was safely locked up in the weapons room in the mansion. Do you think by now he should have learned that their general kind of adventures lead yeah, to lots of killing? Just and take a weapon with just, you. And like before he had weapons in the car. Yeah. I always imagine, you know, like you have like the space for the spare tire in the boot. Yeah. <laughs> MC's just got like a weapons case in there with like little slots for a mace and a sword and nunchucks and... But not a blowpipe. No blowpipe. No, no. <laughs> Instead, Turok swiped the darts from Nigel's hand and took off into the Black Forest. Also, they're really underprepared if they've only got three darts. I mean, they used like dozens shooting at the, the gang earlier, True. so I think maybe yeah. that's all they had left. Yeah, they did say they never needed violence. Mm. It all makes sense. World building. <laughs> MC started to follow and shouted back to Louise and Jay. 
Look after Tifa for me. And I guess don't let her get burned and eaten, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's negotiable. <laughs> this is kind of another Star Wars reference. It's a bit Ewok-like, Ooh, isn't it? You know, true, yeah, it's got a bit of the Ewok's going on. Nigel definitely sounds like an Ewok. It's true. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> maybe one that's on crack. <laughs> All of them. Actually, I mean, in the 80s. Probably yeah, all no. the works were on crack. Yeah. <laughs> there was a big crack epi- epidemic on uh, Endor. Endor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what the Empire did. They just came yeah. down and they started dealing crack out through yeah. the works. All right, this is going to be another... This is another podcast, I think. We need to start, like, the Crisis of an Endor podcast <laughs> or something. Or we'll get a Netflix documentary about it. Anyway. <laughs> the scratches on MC's arms and legs, caused by the branches of the thousands of trees in the forest... Mm-mm-mm. No, it doesn't say trees. Sorry, sorry, I'll do that line again. Mm-hmm. The scratches on MC's arm and legs. Sorry, just one arm as well. Oh, there's a lot going on here. The scratches on MC's arm and legs caused by the branches of the thousands of tress in the forest were beginning to mount up. There's thousands of tress in this forest. <laughs> you can barely see the tr- trees for the tress. <laughs> but, I mean, luckily it's only on one arm as well, so True. he's got one non-scratched arm but MC had much worse done to him Ooh, he's going to confess some sort of trauma then <laughs> keeping up with Turok had proved more difficult the little demon moved quite fast and swung from tree to tree but not tress to tress you don't want to swing from the tress they're really brittle you can't, <laughs> can't hold them oh, away right, right right of course yeah and he'll get scratches on his one arm as well exactly eventually MC saw Turok sitting on a branch what you stopped for MC asked, a little out of breath. Well, well done reading I forward so you knew you were out of breath. The white stalks home is just over that hill. MC looked up at the steep hill in front of him and sighed. <sighs> Aren't there any escalators in the forest? He thought to himself. The ninja looked at Tarek. The Kokian looked sad. What's wrong? MC asked. Tarek was very open. I do not believe we will have the end of the world. Ooh, Tarek, it's a bit of a pessimistic kind of glasses half full outlook, isn't it? Also, like, I appreciate that, that you know they're not fighting people and blah blah blah, but like they've sent one dude <laughs> to help and to prevent the apocalypse. Like they've only got three darts. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they could have sent like, but they've only got one blowpipe as well. Oh, fair so enough. this is why. You know. I mean, just a bunch of. Sticks. <laughs> like it's the end of the fucking world. It's not like you're gonna go. Oh well, we'll try better next time. I say what they're really not Ewoks, are they? Because no. Ewoks are fucking resourceful. They will fuck shit. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe the Cuckians needed the crack. That's what they needed. And then they'll be like, oh yeah, let's get some branches from the trees, and we'll like bash them in. They're all going back into their crack dens, <laughs> getting high because they think the world is about to end. Maybe that's only why they've only got one blowpipe in the clan. Oh, because the rest of them are turned into crack. Pipes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It all makes sense now. Listen, little dude, me and my friends have come up against a lot worse than some pissed-off medical school dropout. You do not know the extent of Solaris's powers. He is strong-willed. Why does he want to do this? Do you have conversations, like, at home by yourself like With this? With those exact same voices, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why does he want to do this? MC asked. No one knows. There are rumours of his involvement with an evil empire. Nigel also found out Solaris that is a man of great importance in other realms. In my personal opinion, <laughs> I think he wants to end life on this planet to conquer another. 
Uh, okay, a lot going on in that one paragraph as well. How are you doing, Throatwise? Good, so okay, good. I'm ready for another two paragraphs. Sure. <laughs> so, there are rumours mm. <laughs> amongst the clang. Uh, he's involved with an evil empire. Yeah. Uh, and I think Solaris is a witch doctor of great importance in other realms. Mm. And Nigel thinks he wants to destroy this life to conquer another planet. There's, I mean, there's a real fucking info dump here, isn't there? From yeah. a bunch of dudes who just live in the forest and have <laughs> never seen people before. <laughs> is this exposition or is this crack? <laughs> Good point. Good point. You got to go find it and set out Solaris is like a fox. There he is, the demon. Look at the ritual he is doing. He's taking a shit. <laughs> no, that's a ritual. I'm going to taking another hit from a crack pipe. <laughs> Then it hit MC. Jupiter. He said out loud. That's why he had to wait for this eclipse. I do not follow. Turek said. Because too high on crack. <laughs> but I'm kind of with crackhead Turek on this as well. I, mm. I don't really know what MC means, but then I don't really know what Turek meant earlier. So well, He wants to end life on this planet to conquer another, so he has to wait for Jupiter to be close. Does he want to, to conquer Earth? Jupiter? Sure. I think MC's got an idea, so let's, yeah. let, let's read on. You say that Solaris has a reputation in other worlds as well as this, and that he might want to move on to another planet. When the eclipse happens, Solaris will move the Earth towards the sun, and what will be in front of the sun? I don't know. The <laughs> moon? Torek shook his head, and uh, as am I right now. Jupiter. Solaris is going to jump ship and rule Jupiter. Uh-huh. Why? 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 <laughs> I know. I'll destroy this planet with all these people and stuff on it, and I'll yeah. rule Jupiter. A habitable planet where I can breathe <laughs> and eat food and drink water <laughs> and not freeze to death or boil to death. Freeze to death, I guess. Not get crushed by gravity. Also, this is confirmed that Earth, Jupiter is going to go the long way round and go between the sun and the Earth. Yep. And yeah. Solaris is going to move the entire Earth <laughs> towards the Sun, towards Jupiter, and like I guess like. Was he just going to jump off then? Is he going? Whoop, whoop. I think he's going to move Earth towards the Sun and then just jump onto Jupiter yeah. as it passes. Like just like a buckaroo kind of thing. Like wait, oh, I'm on it now. <laughs> cool. Jupiter might put a little flag in it. Like <laughs> maybe I didn't think this through. <laughs> I think MC has been on crack as yes. well. He's he's got in with a clang. Uh, and possibly me when I wrote this. So, <laughs> Tarek was beginning to understand. Mm, was he though? <laughs> well done, Tarek, because I, I, I'm not. And to make it to this new planet, he must first get rid of this one so as not to be challenged. Who the fuck is going to challenge him? <laughs> when some crazed rich doctor goes to Jupiter and he's like, my planet now, fuckers. But then the president of Uruguay is going to be like, hang on, <laughs> we had first dibs. <laughs> no, don't rule Jupiter. What the, I like, okay, some of the ideas for stories and stuff like that are pretty terrible. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable enough to admit that now. You know, I'm not going to try and lie and be like, hey, I was, a, I was an author back yeah, then. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is just bollocks, isn't it? It is dumb. Like, it's yeah, beyond yeah. dumb. It's just... Yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed for 15-year-old me. <laughs> what? It was what? a bad writing day, even for him. The games master will be rolling in his grave. Exactly. And we're still here yapping away about it. MC said... There were no more words. Both MC and Tarek began running up the hill. Tarek was right. When he and MC had reached the top of the hill, which was in fact a lot taller and steeper than it looked, they saw a large tent. Did they see it or are they hallucinating? It's like a combined <laughs> hallucination. Yeah. From the light shining inside, 
MC could see the silhouette of a man mixing ingredients together. <laughs> oh my God, he's got ingredients. <laughs> he's going to make a Victoria sponge that he will use to rule Jupiter. Definitely crack. Definitely crack. <laughs> oh, he guessed it wasn't sugar and flour. <laughs> it's crack. It was, it was butter and eggs. <laughs> Stop him. MC checked his watch. Ten minutes until the eclipse. In the sky, the sun was dimming. <laughs> Jupiter can now be seen in the Tokyo sky, and despite its beauty, MC and Turek didn't have time to admire it. <laughs> or be like, what the fuck is Jupiter doing in Tokyo? <laughs> they sprinted to the tent, and Turek ripped a hole in their side and stepped in. MC used the open door of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> Solaris put down the book he was holding and looked at the uninvited visitors. I thought I told you before, Tarek. Try and interfere with me again, and you will suffer. Oh, I think I've got a bit of a crush on Solaris, you know. <laughs> yeah. Does he do phone sex? <laughs> That's how he got started in this necromancy. <laughs> Quiet, you. MC said firmly. Pick on someone your own size. <sighs> Solaris looked to be a fairly normal man. He had a black Dungeons and Dragons-style cape wrapped around his shoulders and seemed to be around 60 years of age. But MC knew looks could be deceiving. Solaris looked MC up and down and said, You brought a ninja with you, Tarek. Huh, so he knows you're a ninja? Yeah. Hmm. Tarek looked up at MC. What's a ninja? He asked. I'll explain later. MC replied. Right now he wanted to know how Solaris could tell he was a ninja. Yeah, I had the same question. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good guess. He said. You used a magic eight ball to find that out? The dialogue's not really pinging mm. in this episode, is it? It's all a bit mm. shit. <laughs> if it's with the plot. <laughs> I'm empathic, you worthless being. Now, I think empaths. <laughs> yeah. They, they sense motions and feelings and well, stuff, Well, I mean, right? empathic is a legit word that means, like, you're good at putting yourself in somebody else's yeah, shoes. And yeah. da, da, da. But in, like, sci-fi and fantasy, you have people who can sense emotions and stuff. But how is being a ninja an emotion? <gasps> It's that ninja confidence. <laughs> he can but, sense the He's like, mm, he's got a certain confidence about this boy. Oh, ninja confidence. But did he watch Starsky and Hutch, though? <laughs> that he's going to take that with him to Jupiter. Starsky and Hutch, Victoria Sponge. Oh, God, stop. I can't take it anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, do you mean telepathic as well? Who fucking knows at this yeah, point? Like, true, whatever true. the crack is telling me to write is what's happening. <laughs> really? MC continued to mock. With a skill like that, you should be telling fortunes in the circus. It's not great mocking, is no. it? Like, it's not... <laughs> I, can't, I can't think that Solaris can be like, Oh, my feelings! I can read your fortune, ninja. Fortune, ninja. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me your palm and I'll tell you what's going to happen. Not right now. i got to save the world. Yeah! MC launched himself at Solaris and sent him flying across the tent and into a shelf. The tent that has a shell. <laughs> Let's just get this over with now. Huh. That would be a good idea. Like, obviously not a wooden shelf, but like a little fold-out fabric. You've, you've come up with a legit good idea. So I need to, like, trademark this. Yeah. Tent shelf. <laughs> it can hang from the top. Like, you just put it up Ooh, and it just hangs down. Nice. <gasps> Quick, where's my patent book? Look for that cure. MC told Tarek. He then turned his attention back to the witch doctor, who had his hands on a book and was chanting. You really think you're going to rule Jupiter? 
I really hope oh. Solaris turns around and he's like, no, that's oh. fucking stupid. Why, why would I do that? <laughs> you got to stop smoking crack. <laughs> oh, I feel like if there was a trailer, that would need to be in it. <laughs> Next week on Tomorrow Gator, you really think you're going to rule Jupiter? <laughs> that would get the, the views. <laughs> of course. Not now, Ninja. I know that plan has been stopped. This is my escape. Suddenly, a whirly fortress appeared in the middle of the tent. What the fuck is a whirly fortress? <laughs> Where's my pattern book? Quick, get it. <laughs> Does it have any shelves? Mm. Hey, you got the tent shelf. Now you can get the tent whirly fortress. <laughs> oh. A portal. MC thought, no, you dumb shit. It's a whirly fortress, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> a portal and a whirly fortress are very different. <laughs> oh. A portal. MC thought. He also knew that the gateway to another world was too far away to stop Solaris from disappearing into it. Solaris got to his feet and continued to speak. Like I said, Ninja, your future. You will lose someone dear to you and have to cope with more than just that. As far as cryptic predictions go, that's not really a Guardian crossword style one, is it? It's a bit Sun newspaper, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not... An, I think Shina Khan would be like... Fucking amateur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking amateur. <laughs> Who's this guy think he is with his cryptic colours? And he's fucking... I'd just be like, hey, maybe something <laughs> bad will happen sometime. Ooh. Oh, because just because he's got a, a whirly fortress in his tent. <laughs> <laughs> Tarek pulled on MC's shirt. He was holding a bottle of red liquid. <laughs> he said... He also handed MC the small knife. What small what knife? What small knife? Oh, I think it might have... Tarek might have had a knife like the previous... Oh, okay. Okay, that's fine then. The ninja took it and threw it towards Solaris. Your son will... Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, Hang wait. on. Hang on, let me do it again with the gurgle. Your son will... Before Solaris could finish what he was saying to MC, the knife pierced his neck. It went deep and Solaris couldn't stand. He fell into the portal which closed after the witch doctor had fallen into it. MC thought about Solaris' last words. Your son will... What did that mean? But I don't want kids. <laughs> I've never wanted kids. I feel like that's MC's natural reaction yeah, in the story yeah. as well. I don't want fucking kids. <laughs> that's what he's most re- worried about. Um, okay, so ah. that's a bit of a revelation. Yeah. So, okay, Solaris has said someone close to you is going to die, mm. and then you're going to have to cope with more of that. Mm. And also says something about a son? I think the coping with more than that is the fact that he has a kid now. Ah. He's like, oh, shit. Do you want to play dad? <laughs> huh. I, I, my suspicion is it's not going to be that he knocks up Tifa and, like, five years later, whatever, his kid dies. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some sort of weird thing where, like, he's from an alternate dimension or he adopts someone Ooh. or there'll be some... Maybe it's Jay. Mojo shit. Maybe he's going to adopt Jay. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> and then disown him immediately <laughs> after. I mean, okay, so let's just break it down because if yeah. what Solaris has said, um, he said he could read his fortune. True. So he's obviously looked at the tea leaves in MC's cup and he said, uh, you're going to lose someone dear to yeah. and that would be Tifa, Jay, Louise, Shinna Khan, yeah. Chip. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they're not really close anymore. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of those five, I guess. Yeah. And then something about a son. Yeah. 
Hmm, foreshadowing, MC, foreshadowing. Or maybe you do the thing where you introduce a character and like forcibly make them really close to MC. Like he meets them and is like, hey, new best friend. And then they die instantly. Just In the same so paragraph. You, so you have like the emotional reaction that you need for the narrative. Nice, nice. That is totally something I would do. <laughs> yeah. Back in the part of the forest that the Kukian clan, spoke correctly again, called home, MC slowly poured the contents of the bottle that Tarek had taken into Tifa's mouth. Nigel guided him? What's he got, like, his hand? Like a goat? Like a... <laughs> ghost. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, my love. <laughs> that will be sufficient, he said. MC was delighted to see Tifa stir. Just is it... Just is... Just is as if she had been asleep. Well done. That was really difficult. She said in a weary voice. Hi. (laughs) MC replied. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) I've been on crack all day. I'm with with Turok now. (laughs) We have a son. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, he's dead. Tifa looked around at the dozens of small people that surrounded her and MC. Who are they? She asked. MC smiled. I'll explain on the way home. He said as he helped her up. Jay and Louise were already in the car. Nigel and the rest of the clang, <laughs> for fuck's sake, watched MC help Tifa into the passenger seat. Five yells for the strangers! Nigel yelled. The clan, spelled correctly, cheered five times as instructed. Mark! 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 MC waved goodbye as he got into the DeSoto, which now had a few more dents than before in it. <gasps> no, not the no. precious DeSoto. Also, I missed, we haven't really mentioned the DeSoto very much. Well, in one episode, MC said that he, how he didn't actually love his car and wasn't oh, yeah. that fuss about it. Yeah, but he's got some dents in it now, so I guess mm, he's not. Yeah. Yeah, they'll push up. From his position high in the trees, Tarek watched MC pull away in the car. Thank you, Mr. Ross Ninja. He said to himself, when the car was gone, Tarek climbed down and joined the Kukian clan's celebrations. Just like the end of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Fireworks going off. Yeah. But... Do you think Emsy explained what a ninja was? Oh, yeah. yeah I'd like to think so. Oh, no, Tarek is like, From <laughs> I'll grow up, I'm going to be a ninja. <laughs> he's, I, mean, yeah, he, I mean, he's like the one warrior in their clan. Mm. So, you know, he kind of needs to. As the gang drove out of the forest, a sleepy Tifa asked, What about the eclipse? I've had enough of the sun for one day. MC replied. Then he remembered Solaris' words once again. Your sun will... Because <gasps> he's had enough of the sun? The sun? Ooh, oh, ooh, play on words. High five me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was too good a high five for it, that. Yeah. It should be a shit one. <laughs> I'll just take the sound out. It'll be fine. <laughs> and that's the end of Sun Goes Up, Sun Comes Down, part two. Ooh, an well, episode happened. Yes, it sure did. Uh, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. there was uh, crack. <laughs> there was far too much crack. Oh just god, too the, much crack. The fucking plotline to that thing was just—it hurt my brain. I know, Honestly, I it just—it uh, was a bit out there, wasn't it? A little bit. A yeah, little bit. yeah. But it sort of redeemed itself with a real fucking revelation towards the end. Well, I mean, was it a revelation or is oh. it a, a, a cryptic a prediction? Was it a crack hallucination? <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, MC yeah. having a son. And someone close to him is going to die? Or they didn't say die, they said lose someone close to you. Yeah. So someone could leave or be taken or... Yeah. I don't know, with, with stuff like that, like cryptic messages, it always kind of, it's happened so much, many times in TVs and books yeah. and stuff and yeah. it never really... It won't it's be always resolved. a cop out. Yeah, yeah, and it won't be resolved for another four or five seasons. Yeah. You know, it's just going to drag on and on and on and on and on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was kind of a weird one because obviously in previous episode was when Chip attacked the mansion. Yeah. And that almost felt like, you know, like they have those like, mid-season finales yeah, where it's like something yeah, big yeah, has yeah, happened yeah. here and then we just need to kind of ease it into something else because Chip's not even mentioned in this episode mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. We don't know what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. off licking his wounds somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, grieving his dead brother, R.I.P. Scoop. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of like a one-off episode but with like undertales of like, here's things, uh, things to come in the future. Mm. Mostly crack. <laughs> <laughs> And mostly bollocks as well because yeah, an awful was, lot of that. I, I, I'm kind of baffled how I didn't understand that Jupiter would never. I'm I'm wondering now. Like I can't see how it would, but maybe. The, is it? A thing? They can't because they're so far. Away. I know. No. Is it got some? I mean, it must have some like weird elliptical orbit thing going on. I th- no. I think you're full of shit. But yeah, I think yeah, I think that's yeah. Whatever. Anytime we wonder something about this series, it's just going to be because I'm full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Latin word right once. I did, and I was In quite pleased with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was quite pleased with that. Um, but I think that was your one actual <laughs> correct bit for the entire. <laughs> so all I'm allowed. The entire series. Um, should we see what the next episode is called? Let's do that. The next episode is called Carporal. I think you meant corporeal or corporal. Unless it's a pun on cars. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not anything clever. Uh, but corporal is like. When making something that like physical, yeah, 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 exactly. Making something physical, yeah. flesh and blood, yeah. yeah. But carporal, yeah. So yeah. it's a ghost car <laughs> that turns into a real car. Desoto, he's gonna, he's close to Desoto. He's gonna lose the Desoto <gasps> and no. have a baby with it. <laughs> Tune in next week. Very <laughs> can't wait. Hey, MC. Hi, Chip. Did you know? That there are multiple ways you can now support the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. Really? Why didn't you tell me all about them? I shall, MC. First of all, you can go to our Facebook page, which is How I Ripped Off Podcast. I couldn't put Buffy in that because it wouldn't allow me for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Yay! Also, MC, mm. we are on Twitter. <gasps> really? We are at How I Ripped Off, and I didn't have room to put Buffy in that, so that's <laughs> why it's just called that. Finally, do you know what else you can do, MC? Tell me more. You can come leave us a rating and review on iTunes because that really helps the podcast and means we get seen higher in the rankings. And finally, we'll become rich and famous <laughs> and be able to do a live-action version of the... No, we won't. No, no, that will never happen. But yes, come and support us. Come and say hello. We would really love that. That'd do.